good news, everyone. Taryn. Lord, the, the bells have been rung. You... The prophecy. The Come on, Taryn. The undead Taren. is coming. Uh, Let me tell you what. No, get over here. What are you, what are you even saying? Come on. Head. Stop. Stop that. Tell you, get over tell here. You no. Something. Stop. Where are you will. going? It's the furtive pygmy. Taryn! Who are you? It's time for your meds. It's been a few hours now. to sleep. No, I say. Stop that. Where are all the superhero podcasts? That was years ago. Isaac. What have you done? Our podcast, the superhero genre. They're gone now. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel a focus on the pain. The only thing that's real. Do you think we'll get a copyright infringement for this intro here? Well, until then, welcome back to the Good, the Bad, and the Boys, everyone. We're your hosts. I'm Taryn. I'm Isaac, and I've hurt myself today and, watching uh, Logan. <laughs> it turns out I can still feel after watching Logan. Yes. This is the one movie. Well, actually, there, there is another movie. One movie I tear The Emoji movie. <laughs> From the Emoji. And then there's but, Logan. No, Logan is pure. I mean, it's a little tormenting, but... It's very graphic. But pure. Very graphic, but pure and wonderful and the best ever seen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Better than X-Men Origins Wolverine? <laughs> Better than Wolverine oh, Goes to Tokyo? CGI flaws? <laughs> CGI flips? Yeah, the discount Deadpool. Yeah, Wolverine was really good, but the Wolverine movie. No one will ever forget. This is... The perfect, I don't even know where to begin. The prime I'm going to about it again. Oh, Hugh God. Jackman. <gasps> Tear it up. Alright. Yes, this is the prime Jackman this experience. Is, yeah, Jackman at his finest. Trail. Wolverine really at his is. finest. Not like as a, you know, as a character, but as a storytelling. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> not, for him, it's not his finest time to be alive, but no. For us, no. it is. It's it's crazy how far Wolverine has come. I mean, he's literally was just a background character, the gruff, father, <laughs> and now he's like the most beloved father of all time in the X Men. It's true. It's, it's Mandalorian, and then Wolverine as totally unqualified <laughs> but lovable dads. So good, good on you, Wolverine. Yeah, Wolvie, you made it. So Wolverine, he's good at what he does, bub. The 2017, you know, sad action movie directed by James Mangold. James Mangold, who has directed some western. He also did pretty good with the, yeah the Wolverine, the 2013 one where he goes to Japan. Yeah. So and and at that time too, 2013, you know they they had Logan in their sights. It only took them till 2017, like New Mutants, to come out with this wonder <laughs> that is Logan. Only took them four years of delays. <laughs> Right. We see what happens one way or the other. Maybe that's what they thought was yeah. going to happen with New Mutants. They're like, well, if we just fuck with the production for three years in a row, it'll come out at an Academy Award-winning masterpiece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? But I everything know. went right. 
<laughs> and nothing can go amazing. right. Oh, wow. <laughs> it all went right. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I read a little bit of, like, James Mangold and Magman's approach to this movie. A great approach to where he didn't want, you know, a saving the world scenario with Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make it more focus in on a character similar to the Wolverine, more self-sustaining. Yeah, it was more, much much smaller stakes, but more personal yeah. stakes for Wolverine yeah, and personal everyone things. in the movie. Yeah, father-son dynamic between him and X, just dealing with, you know, dementia and, you know, making it just more grounded, more realism to it, just more more about him personally. It, it, it was a perfect formula. Yeah. This one and James Mangold's Western take on it too. Oh yeah, perfect. With the setting, even where it's sort of like on that Texas-Mexico border, and then he slowly yeah. rises throughout the nation before he ends up in what is it like the Canadian woods or something? Yeah, it starts from the bottom, makes his way up back to his roots in Canada. Oh yeah, and you know tra- traversing the Mojave there for a bit, Las Vegas. And this one, Such a great setting. we talked about, you were saying how the characters were pretty true to themselves in the comics as in New Mutants on Monday. This one, I was looking a little at the, the Old Man Logan comics. And those are... Yeah, uh, I looked at the, it a little bit too. Yeah, that, this one deviates a little much more <laughs> from the setting, at least, because the setting is more like post-apocalyptic, whereas this one is just... Yeah. It was like an apocalyptic event for the mutants, where they were all like poisoned right. and they died off and they... None of them could happen, but for everyone else, the world is just the same. Like they're all I'm just the same, living. right. We haven't seen a, a single mutant in like I, I forget the. It's like twenty five years. Twenty three, twenty five yeah. years, yeah. Um, and and also similar to the comic, but more so on Charles Charles Xavier's part. In the comic, Wolverine gets um, entranced by Mysterio, and he ends up killing all the. Yeah, yeah. He, so he, he has to live with that guilt. <laughs> but now in this movie, it's Professor X's, you know, deteriorating mental state with ALS, dementia, and killing off the mutants. Yeah, he just killed um, them all accidentally with his seizures. Like a seizure. You know, yep. It wasn't his fault. But you know, it, so a little bit of similarities there. Yeah, man, what a movie. Yeah, Mangold tones it down much more from from that old man Logan comic. Where, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like fucking Red Skull killed Captain America and yeah. like running half the country. <laughs> it's whack. Old, Old Man Logan is kind of whack. It's like Hillbilly Hulk and all his inbred yeah, kids Hillbilly like Hulk, in yeah. the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Kingpin runs a big section of stuff. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like Punisher after Hulkling or something. I don't know. Something. Like, yeah, there was some weird. It was, yeah, it was a little more high concept superhero antics in Old Man Logan. Yeah. It was still very dark tonally, but it didn't have... And I think with Mangold's Western experience, he did make it more of that, like, sort of a personal, like, redemption story for Wolverine, yeah. as opposed to right. whatever the fuck was happening in that. Follows that really well. And yeah, tonally, uh, yeah, it has it has a, more of a that Western glow to it. Um, still very rustic. Yeah, very warm still colors. Very, like, worn down, but it's warmer in the Western sense, but it's very worn down. It was worn and oh. faded. A lot, a lot of tans, the dilapidated shit. Yeah, I watched a little bit of the noir too. I got the noir. It's, <laughs> well, noir. Movie, it's just so amazing. I, I got the special <laughs> edition, like Logan shit, the uh, noir stuff, and it it actually even darkens it even more. It's just uh, that depressing black and white. So it feels a little grimmer, feels a little darker, 
feels a little more depressing watching it. Um, and it, it's great. It, it fits well with this. I would prefer the colored one a little bit better if, it, if they're going for more of that Western. Mostly Westerns were more in color back in the golden age of Westerns. So I, I, I like that warm gold setting aesthetic to it, worn down golden aspect just to keep that Western setting alive. But the newer version presents a very, very darker tone to it. So it just depends on the level of depression you want, I guess, when watching this movie. <laughs> but yeah, so tonally as that. I guess we should yeah, start with the little synopsis. Yeah, so Logan. Many, many years into the future, I forget what exact year is it. 20-something. Um, oh, 2029. Almost the turn of the decade there. We should have known the tone of this movie. That A year later is a fuck fest. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it has a little bit of that, like, steampunk, or not, like, cyberpunk aspect of where, you know, there's new technological innovations. You got the Reavers, the bio Bionic Reavers, are headed by Donald Pierce. Uh, Pierce has been a member of the Hellfire Club in the comics, and yeah, he's he's just he's literally just like a bionic man. He just doesn't. I don't think he's an actual mutant. He's I mean he's against mutants. Anyways, with the Hellfire Club, even though he works with mutants, it's kind of weird. But it's cool to see him in live action. He's not he's not his uh, Hellfire counterpart um, <laughs> in the comics, but I yeah, but I liked that like you know Western scummy Western your typical Southern bad guy. He's got that Western roguish guy. aesthetic yeah. about him. Meaner. Uh, makes him a little more, a little more bounty hunter esque, or kind of toned right. down the bionic, this yeah, the cyberpunk elements. You just get that cool hand. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a blend of elements, apocalyptic elements. It's kind of like a near future western, sort of. Yeah, near future. Yeah, where and then you also have like this technological side of. Yeah, they got the cloning and everything. Yeah. Yeah, cloning all that. Then we're introduced to Professor X in his mental state right now and the dome that he's kept in it's so depressing because it's a broken it, it reminds me of cerebro it's a broken down cerebro even like the holes in the in the dome itself like the holes in his mind yeah it's like holes in his mind it also reminds me of like x-men you know the x-men trilogy when he's finding mutants vast map of the the earth pinpoints of each mutants, but this is just like a hollow shell of what he used to be. Yeah, and it's so depressing. It is. Uh, it's so it's so hard to to see the the person who had the strongest will, the strongest mindset to better humanity with mutant kind. It's so sad to see him in that state. Who is it? Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it Boyd Holbrook's character, the the bionic man? It was like, oh, degenerative mind disease and the world's most powerful brain. As he's right, like yeah. mind molesting everyone in a Vegas hotel. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He's got the X2 Jason's manipulations of like killing humans or Yeah, so it, it was just so depressing to see that first scene with him. And even the first scene introduction with Logan too when he gets carjacked and he's just he's just absolutely sick of it. <laughs> and He's just sick of life. He is just at his low point. He's just been beaten down years after years. And also, yeah, you see that he's also inebriated too. He's a drunk limo driver. And he's drunk. <laughs> Trying to fight off some thugs. Yeah, and, and that's your first sign of like, oh shoot, he's he's depressed, he's got alcoholism, and also something's not right. He shouldn't be inebriated. His mutant factor, he 
you'd be sober and you're like, oh no. Oh yeah, you can't you can't get drunk, can he? Because the system no. runs through it too quick. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's like the first sign where like, oh no. He's like erectile he dysfunction. Down. He's deteriorating. This claws. Yeah, erectile dysfunction claws, right? <laughs> Little erectile joke, I guess. Yeah, so it's it's so depressing to see. He's got a limp now. Like his hip bones haven't fully healed yet. And oh man, it's just like no, no, Wolvie, no. Yeah, and I love the noir aspect to that for scene too. It's great coloring, great tone. You have the neon lights, you got the dark colors, very noir-esque, and, it, and it, it's even more accented in the noir version as well. Mm. So I liked that aspect, um, and it just totally sets the tone. He's just fucking these guys up. I mean, claws through heads, something we haven't <laughs> seen Wolverine do usually in see previous X-Men, in the PG X-Men. We see, you a, know? we see a cut from behind swipe, a PG-13 right. amount of CGI blood, and then they fall over. This one, he like gets his claws stuck in people as he gores them. Yeah, just, right. <laughs> it's a brutal. You see it cut. You just see it protruding through awkward places. You know, it's like, oh man, yeah. This sets the tone for just the brutality. Of what Wolverine has been through, what he's going through now. Imagine you're Charles Xavier. You're the smartest. You're, I guess, you're the most powerful mind on the planet. You have dementia. You think you're going to be put in a home. And then, you know, maybe some sexy nurse will come fix the TV every now and then. I mean, no, you're putting, yeah. a, you're putting a dome in the new... Reminds him of Moira McTaggart you know, <laughs> back in the day. And he just, it's, it's a 60-year-old alcoholic Hugh Jackman. That's your sexy nurse who fixes your TV. Yeah, right. And there's such interesting father-son dynamic that where, you know, Xavier is just a little abusive to Logan. He kind of... Uh, you know, saying he's a disappointment and... He, he was the worst student he's ever had. He's mentally insane at this point, so he's not coping well with what he's done in the past with the X-Men team. Yeah, you even have like kind of a an interesting husband-wife relationship with him and Caliban. It's like a little, you know, back-and-forth husband-wife banter. They together and try and take care of <laughs> Xavier. Exactly. You know, it's like the wife saying, oh, my God, we got to get rid of your father. You know, it's like this is, you know, it's an interesting familial feel that you get with the dynamics. Gosh, it's such a great and smart way, you know, to really humanize these superhero characters that are just total, you know, caricatures. And, and it just grounds them to a more. I, I love their relationships. I love, I love all that. And getting Stephen Merchant, or Stephen Merchant, uh, the Guy who plays Caliban, he's like a comic actor, and that's that's mm, just yeah. enough comic relief that he provides that it right. keeps it yeah. keeps it light enough that you're not. Yeah, it's got the Empire Strikes Back humor, where it's like sprinkled a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's very subtle. It's very you know more situational, and just what we need for this type of film. It's way too dark. It needs that needs light, yeah, lighthearted. A British comic actor. Yeah, even you know, and, and once we get to Laura too, we have that great father daughter dynamic and then it just and turns into like a more also has some humor mandalorian yeah yeah, <laughs> really, yeah it really is it's so yeah it's literally mandalorian depression. logan and his mandalorian. his clone daughter if baby yoda was more of a psychopath it also had claws come <laughs> out of her feet yeah kind of pretty similar yeah. yeah it's pretty pretty similar but yeah so the reavers are after laura escaped. because she's a an escaped new mutant <laughs> 
I guess, from one of the Essex corporate... Well, I, this is more of a subsidiary, so it's Alkali Industries. And when he gets the card, when Donald Pierce gives him the Alkali Lake card, I, I had the same reaction as Logan. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, Striker's back. And he's just like, fuck! Like, oh, no. Like, no. You know, his past is haunting him. Striker's initiative is still on his tail. I'm like, oh, god damn it, just... My heart sank. My heart. The when I saw that, I was like, no, he's <laughs> no. back. Oh. But yeah, you got the Essex corpse, you got Alkali, and that, you know, big, kind of big working Western together. And, motif there is this, yeah. the past coming to haunt you. And, right. and Wolverine, exactly. too. Wolverine, and throughout the movies, he's has had a lot of troubles with his past, with his, uh, his memory loss yeah. in the first few. And then he, yeah, with everything with the, the Wolverine. In Tokyo, yeah. someone he rescued in the past came back for him, and yeah, yeah. now this so and it all Age comes of full circle. Totally scrambled his brain with the Weapon X program. <laughs> Gene Gray gave him back his memory of his of the first timeline, so he's got like two timelines in his head. It's pretty pretty insane, but yeah, it's uh, he's been through a lot, and and a lot of it is haunting him, and that's where the whole Western trope comes in because this movie is very similar to Shane, which I think that's what James Mangold's idea was, is to sprinkle in some of those Western movies and themes, and Shane is even referenced to in the Vegas Hotel. It's playing on there. Professor X is talking about it, describing it to Laura. Laura quote, quotes it later. But yeah, it's just the whole Shane dynamic where there's the little kid trying to emulate Shane, the big gunslinger. But there's also a ambiguity about his past you, you feel like he's done some wrong yeah you just don't know what his past is you don't know where he came from or how he came to be but you know it's not entirely good and at the end of the movie he gets into a shootout he, gets, he does get shot and does but he's trying to stay strong for the little kid that kind of keeps talking him throughout the whole movie <laughs> trying to emulate him um but he's like you, you don't want to become me like killing is is a brand you have to live with, good or bad. You know, it's like, you don't want to go this route. You don't want to become me. And, and you know, Joey's like, oh, what? You get shot? What's going on? And Shane just kind of stays strong and just rides off in the distance. I I, I theorize that Shane died. Mm. Makes it more impactful because he does he does run off into the sunset. And <laughs> the, the last shot we see is him going through a graveyard. Uh, I think that's kind of the the, the clue of like Shane died and Joey he lives on for you know he lives on as a nice symbol for Joey like staying true to yourself not you know yeah don't 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 become me you know don't 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 become what they made you or what you know life has made you why not just be better than I am which is what you know that's the Last moments that we get with Logan and Laura. Don't be that. Don't be me. You know, just similar to Shane. And he gets staked on that log, which actually there is a scene at Shane where they're hustling him and this other guy there. Shane gets pressed up against a log that's very similar to the same log that Logan is staked on. Oh. And it's just great. It's great visuals like that. It's like little Easter eggs with the Shane movie, Western tropes. And yeah, it's such a great moment. I always tear up whenever she like says daddy, like, oh, damn it. You know, she's finally accepted the role that 
you know, that he gave her and gosh, just such a heartbreaking moment. And she quotes exactly what Jane says to Joey at the end in Logan's gravesite. And, you know, she just wants to be better with this, better than what Wolverine was, what made him and what made her. And she puts the X, <laughs> puts the, you know, the, the grave cross into an X to symbolize, you know, his great work with the X-Men. And he's a true X-Men at heart. And it's so depressing. It's so God. depressing. Yeah. So and, it's good shit. And Daphne Keene, uh, girl plays Laura. She's a great job. Nails oh, it. she's amazing. Yeah, I was so surprised. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, who's this little girl? What is going to be her mute? You're like, uh, kid actor. Realized it was X23. Then... <laughs> yeah, it's hit or miss yeah. with kid uh, actors. She definitely nails Certainly it. with Shane, it was a little bit of a miss with some of the kid <laughs> acting, because I mean, but he didn't do bad for, you know, an old Western. But yeah, but she nailed it. And just seeing Wolverine one last time. They give him one last dose of the old Wolverine at the end, and to see them work together as one unit was amazing, and just to see Wolverine in action for the last time, amazing. I'm so glad they gave it to us. Man, the action is so good in this. It is. She's she's great. It's brutal. She's, like, yeah. I love her, I love her, uh, he, like, her, her foot claw, <laughs> and she's like the lioness, you know, of, of their gene, you know, their genes what Professor X was saying, like there's something wrong with their genetic splicing that, or, or yeah, or one of her claws has become her foot. So it's really cool. Yeah, I, I think Laura's fight scenes are probably my favorite in that, like when they're at their house, she's like clawing these guys up. <laughs> yeah. The, the oh, action yeah. in this movie is so Amazing. brutal. It's just gory as hell. Yeah, her. and it's crazy that it's a little girl doing that too. It's a little out of place, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. The little... And they do it in a great way where she's super feral and her acting, it just pairs so well. Like, I believe that this little girl can yeah. fuck up people like and Wolverine even, can. Even know? before they say it outright in the film, you could tell, like, this is Wolverine's daughter or clown or however they end up saying it. But, like, you know she's related to Wolverine yeah. somehow. Because, yeah, the choreography, it is, like, just feral fighting. Yeah. It's oh, great. yeah. She, she has the same, like, you know, she fans out her arms. <laughs> yep. Just you the, know, to strike, like she's got the same, yeah, the jump, right, yeah, the Wolverine classic jump. Classic Wolverine jump. So, and, and yeah, in, in the comics, too, I, 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 haven't, I haven't read any of X-23s, I'm excited to get to that, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess she's, like, way more feral than Wolverine is, like, she's brutal in the comics, more brutal than you've ever seen a mm. character, so, and, and that's very uh, prevalent. <laughs> I guess it makes sense because, you know, Wolverine had all the fucked up, you know, uh, Weapon X stuff happen when he was like already a grown yeah. man. And not to say he had the best childhood, but, you know, he had his brother and he wasn't like some weird lab rat thing. That's so true. You yeah. can tell she's probably a little more fucked in the head. Exactly. And and I'm sure genetics, the, the splicing that Mr. Sinister did, I'm sure, really changed up her feral state. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, it's like the Jurassic Park dinosaurs where they just go out of their way, yeah, right? And make them more dangerous. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, she's got way more confidence than I've even seen. It does certainly set up more, more like new mutant stuff. Yeah, which I feel like that's what they were trying to do, you know, with, with her and all the kids. I don't know movie if, and new mutants. They probably weren't they were going to probably have a team up. Yeah, yeah, out of the way to make like uh, this was certainly Hugh Jackman's last movie. That was clear with you know just like the. 
is sort of like the sunset on that is role at that character. And this is like meant to be a send off movie, but you know, with these superhero movies, it's never really over. So I could see no, what they might be going never. for between this and yeah, and New Mutants. I don't know. The lore is a little different. Yeah, I'm sure like a New Mutants two would have had Laura as a cameo. They'd probably bring in the same actress. Knowing that Fox casting, even though she did a great job, they just get a new one just to meet just to yeah, meet they their, probably did. Yeah. their recast <laughs> quota for the decade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, God, I love her resting bitch face when they, like, storm, like, when she's eating cereal and they, like, storm in, eye-eyeing them. It's like, oh, man, she's so pissed, you guys are so fucked. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I also do have a little bit of an issue, though, with her skeletal adamantium build, because, like, that's what kills Wolverine, obviously. Oh, yeah, the adamantium messes with his healing. Yeah, the adamantium-infused, yeah, skeleton, but if she's born with it, or, or if she's been you know, been modified with it. How is she going to grow? You know, that is used skeleton. That is true. It's, it doesn't make sense. I don't. And animantium is it's it's unbendable. It's the most. It's the probably one of the strongest metals in the Marvel universe, I doubt. next to vibranium. I doubt. So she's I just, have no idea. Because she's going to have to drink. I a, think she's stuck. A lot of milk. A lot <laughs> yeah. of milk is what it's going to take. A lot. <laughs> a lot. I mean, she's going to die prematurely. Dude, that's why they were so pissed. She can't about grow. About that's why she was so pissed about them interrupting her cereal eating. It's because she's like, that's so true. She's like, yeah, she needs to build up that calcium. God damn, interrupting gonna, her calcium intake. We think that X twenty three is going to be the most dangerous one, but since her bones can't grow with the rest of the body, she's going to end up being like the the people from Wally. <laughs> yeah, where she, <laughs> her, she has to grow out somewhere, right? Her, her bones <laughs> aren't growing with her, so like her skeleton's like three times as <laughs> tinier than the rest of her body. It's just like a blubber Wolverine. It's just like a blubbery <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> oh god! Just imagine a full-grown woman, but in a child's skeleton. And with a child, with a skeleton of a child. Wow, that's that's disturbing. So, that uh, should have been in New Mutants. That would have been scary. Should have been. That would have been so terrifying. Well, that's the that's the bad guy in in Legion. That should Shadow King, and oh, he's yeah. fat as hell, and he's terrifying. He's terrifying. So, yeah, was he gonna... yeah. So they should have done that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been scarier. Shadow King with with claws. Shadow King with claws. There you go. But the bones don't grow, <laughs> so like her hands are like f- like flabby yeah. mittens, and the <laughs> the claws don't come out all the way now. <laughs> yeah, she still has the healing factor, so they like slash at her blubber, but it's just, they know. just they like kind of barely poke through, so she can't really impale people anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to like roll a little roll the fat down. Oh my god! This is a horrifying concept we've created. This is this is horrifying. <laughs> How do we get to a masterpiece like Logan? How did we go from Logan Blubber to, X to the? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that is a good point you make. Yeah. Good luck, good luck, uh, Disney, explaining that. Yeah. Anyways, have good luck with that. Yeah, her bones can't grow, so that's that's tough. Yes, yeah, that's, that's that tough existence. Maybe gonna, it wasn't explained. a lot of growing pains. Yeah, that's gonna suck. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, or else, or maybe they're infused or enlaced. Perhaps, yeah, or maybe it just grows with her. She, I don't. Yeah, know. maybe it can grow with her, or maybe she just needs like yeah. extra doses. Oh, yeah. She grows and her bones expand. They'll need to like add more on. Yeah, maybe. Well, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, science behind Marvel. <laughs> That's a Disney problem now. <laughs> That's it's for them to problem. figure out. Do you know yep. Keanu Reeves wanted to play Wolverine? That was his dream role. Really? Yeah, Keanu Reeves is Wolverine. He's too nice. 
He's too nice. Yeah. He's too nice. I don't know if I could picture him as Keanu with I the... mean he's got you know, he's got his like John Wick like, you know, aggression uh Even characters, his... but Wolverine I, I don't know. is like an asshole. That's part of Wolverine's even as John Wick, he's very polite. He's just a killing machine. Right. He doesn't really exactly. say anything asshole-ish. He's just a menacing presence. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is a very centered person. You need an unstable... You need, like, a feral uh, animal man. You got a temper. Yeah, you need a... You need someone like the greatest showman. Yes. I guess if I was Keanu Reeves and I and I was auditioning for Wolverine and they're like, you can't do it. You just have too much of a charming demeanor. And then they pick, an, like, an Australian Broadway actor over you. And you're just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what, what, the <laughs> what the hell? That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> and, and even back to the first X-Men movie, like, people were kind of concerned about Hugh Jackman's casting. They're like, that Just because he's too tall. And he's like, really? Man? Too tall? Oh, yeah, he's I forgot. become the most iconic Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine's time, kind of so. a manlet. I forgot about that. Yeah, he really is. He's, he's got short man syndrome is what he's got. He's like fucking Lord Farquaad. Like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> he's, so, he's angry all the time because he's compensating he's for angry. his height. He's got like a inferiority <laughs> complex. It's, it's, exactly. That's exactly what man. he has. Wolverine in like this postmodern era where all the just like a man <laughs> under six foot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Imagine Wolverine watching one of those TikToks uh, that like bully short people. Triggered, triggered Wolverine. Are you excited for the oh, fuck? What was that X Men or that new like Marvel unit that everyone hated? It had like Pathfinder and Snowflake. Safe Space was the name of a character. You heard of them? No. Oh boy, oh, I got a treat this? for you. This is gonna be this is gonna be uh. even better than furry lesbians. Reference to that joke. See Monday's episode. Yeah, yeah. See Monday's. I'll send you some stuff. I'll post the links with it. Send me some stuff. Okay. Gotcha. Well, if anyone knows out there, Harry's yeah, talking who are your favorite? I forget I'm what scared. the team's called, but God, it's bad. <laughs> Is it Marauders or X of Swords? Maybe. Or... I don't know. Just. Uh, hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think of like the new comics. Like, new SJW Marvel characters. Yep, there it is right on Google. The New Warriors. New Warriors. Oh, okay. I, I actually have that added to my list of comics. Oh, so you're going to love it. Maybe I should give it a read. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm scared. The New Warriors. There's one. He's like a gamer boy. Screen Time. That's his name. It's Screen Time. Screen Time. <laughs> <laughs> we got Screen Time. We got Snowflake and Safe Space. It looks like we got what looks to be like a deviant art fanfic here named B Negative. He kind of looks like the the spooky vampire from Hollow Knight, but somehow even gayer. Oh, okay. Trailblazer. <laughs> oh God, this is gonna be good. Yeah, I, I, let me know. Let me know what happens when you read that. Yeah, I, I like, think uh, I think Marvel Comics is gonna die here pretty soon. <laughs> well, there's I mean, always lesion. Honestly, like I mean, X Men is about. Trying to bring in outcast people, and that's all. You know, it's a metaphor for racism in the '60s. So I understand that they're trying to offer more of that, like SJW inclusion, and uh, yeah, that, the self-acceptance. Come up with better names. The X Men, <laughs> a little less on the nose. Come on, yeah, like come on. Uh, this is this is coming from two guys who are who are fans of the name Apocalypse. This is that's coming from us. Are we the Boomers, Isaac? We 
<laughs> Which is the most absurd at fucking Mr. Sinister. That's the <laughs> that's the nuanced know, that's names us. that we like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's true. It's the prime storytelling. Yeah, the derpy, yeah, cannonball. Um, cannonball. Yeah, there's a bunch of Twilight Werewolf. Yeah, no, you're right, Mole Man. You got Mr. Fantastic and the Fantastic Four. Like, come on, what name is that? But yeah, no, it's true. Doctor Doom, even even though that's like my favorite Marvel villain. So cool, Doctor Doom. It's still ridiculous name. It's still ridiculous name, but also Chad. Chad. Love it. <laughs> Chad. Love Doom. love the word Doom. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Doctor Doom is kind of stupid, but and that's just comics were back in the day. So yeah, I guess I am a boomer. Well, I look I forward know. to you reading the new Warriors. Can't wait. I'll I'll look into. But anyways, Back to speaking of boomers, speaking of old, boomers old man Logan. <laughs> <laughs> old man Logan. <laughs> old man Logan. I love his boomer glasses, too. He's, like, losing his vision. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Performances, <laughs> stories. He's still, like, the, the price tag, too. <laughs> 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 uh, so Wolverine and Logan. So we, we talked about it. It's got great themes, great motifs, uh, yeah. good genre blending, performances, stand out. I don't think there was a bad one in here. No, there really wasn't. Um, I think there was kind of a throwaway char- character with, uh, what is it, General Pride from Rise of Skywalker. Oh, where he ended up being kind of the villain? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a throwaway villain. I, I would have just rather had him and Pierce. Just focus more on Pierce, the guy hunting them? Yeah. Yeah, I right. can see that, yeah. And, oh, yeah, and, and I think, too, one thing I would change about this film, about the, oh, was, was it X, uh, I, I forget the clone, uh, X-24, uh, Wolverine's clone. I would have rather seen that as like Saber. Laura's character be like a a saber tooth clone. Oh, oh no, no, not not Laura. Uh, the the clone of Wolverine, the X twenty three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where it's yeah. just younger him. Yeah, she's X twenty three. He's X twenty four. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's a bunch of numbers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I would have liked to see because that would have been another like haunting of the past. There was a the past with Victor. A deleted scene. In one of them, where oh, I saw that. Yeah, where he's one of the kids asks him if like, oh, was Sabretooth yeah, real? Little figures. <laughs> yeah, when they're talking about the comics <laughs> yeah, and stuff. So yeah, that was yeah. nice. We just sort of referenced his brother, but that would have been even where. And we get what is what's his name? Like Leaf Kriber, whatever his name is, who played uh, Sabretooth in uh, Origins. Yeah, yeah, Leaf Schreiber. Yeah, yeah, Leaf Schreiber. Yeah, he's he's an awesome. That would have been cool to see him. Yeah, see him come and I back. I think I think they they did talk to him about coming back for it, but they mm. just. If I was in X Men Origins Wolverine, I also would not want to come back to work on another X Men movie. (laughs) That movie, yeah. Well, I think Lee Schreiber wanted to, but the movie broke Ryan Reynolds. It was all he did for a decade. He really did try and remake his Deadpool. (laughs) That Green Lantern, (laughs) that Green Lantern ruined him. He's so he's so pissed. He has a lot of things to work out. Who is it? And like one of the director's commentaries of Deadpool, they're talking about like Ryan Reynolds still has a lot of Green Lantern issues to work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. He did fine. He did fine. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be worried about it. He did fine. He did what he was given. Ryan Reynolds, you're a great actor. Don't listen to Green Lantern and all that shit. That wasn't your fault. I want a Green Lantern too. You're doing great, buddy. You are Deadpool. You are the face of Deadpool. You are Deadpool, man. You're gonna do great. You're gonna soar with the MCU. I have all my faith in you. We love you. Oh, some Deadpool Spider-Man, like they have in the in the comics. Yeah. Series, a little banter. 
It's a cutesy little Tom Holland, oh, so ready. PG-13 Spider-Man. A little little Deadpool crush on Spider-Man. And then Deadpool. Probably see. <laughs> and then Multiverse of Madness, I'm sure. Multiverse of Madness. Uh, the boys are coming back. If you guys haven't heard, we got Toby. We got Andrew. We got Emma Stone. Oh, yeah. We got J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah. That's going to be beautiful. J.J. Hopefully they get, uh, like, who's the guy um, who played Miles in Spider-Verse? Oh yeah, um, right. I I forget the, the the voice actor himself. Yeah, you have like Don. Oh, um, uh, that's his uncle, Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover. Uh, that's his uncle that in Homecoming. Yeah, Donald yeah, he was Miles. the Prowler. Uncle. Yeah, the Prowler. Yeah. Yeah. So even getting like Shamik Moore from Spider Verse to come back and voice Miles again, and we could even get like some of the yeah, Spider Verse voice actors like Jake Johnson, fucking Nicholas yeah, Cage in one. <laughs> just for the memes amazing but yeah we already got it set up for miles and the spider-verse stuff as well it's really all coming spider-man 3 we got donald glover as the prowler still need to play that game too the spider-man one finish the first yeah finish all the dlc for the first spider oh PS4 yeah stuff. i need good. i need the miles morales i'm finishing them up now miles is very good i highly recommend it if you like the first spider-man game you like miles a lot yeah but anyways, anyways uh... <laughs> enough Fanboying over back Spider-Man. To <laughs> but yeah, just just a few, uh, I guess, little last-minute comments on it. Um, there was a, I, I saw, I think, I think this YouTuber name is Classic Review Movies or Movie Reviews. Um, he had a great analysis on how this movie approached just the superhero genre in general. Mm. Where it's interesting that they picked the Western aesthetic to this because the Western are more of a died-off genre. And similarly with Logan, you know, after all this hype with Endgame, Infinity War, yeah. I, well, I mean, I don't think Marvel's going to die anytime soon, no. but maybe it is more of a send-off I to think, X-Men. Yeah, the X-Men certainly was dying off with Fox, and yeah. Infinity War and Endgame might have been the, the peak of superhero cinema. Yeah, which, to be honest, I don't know how they're going to top Endgame at this point. Maybe Secret Wars, they got to bring that in. Spider-Man is my only. <laughs> just, just, yeah, it's just Spider-Man. I, I think we'll have to, I'll probably have to just watch this movie and see how time goes by with these superheroes, how they die off. In, in the similar ways that Westerns were a big, huge trend back in the day, superheroes right now are a big trend. Mm-hmm. And Logan is almost that send-off. A little. Like, all right, now the trend will die eventually. It's a meta-commentary. At least the X-Men, <laughs> yeah. you know, the X-Men uh, trend is, is dying. <laughs> You know, it's acquired by Disney now. Dude, if Logan, and I'm sure it'll be revitalized. If Logan didn't kill the X-Men verse, the New Mutants sure fucking did. <laughs> they, yeah. But I, I'm sure when I'm like, you know, 60 or 70 years old, when I put in Logan again and the superhero, all the MCU stuff has concluded, and it's kind of a look back onto the huge superhero trends of my time in the early 2000s as I'm like old and dying, like Ben Logan... I feel like it will have a greater impact. This movie will just be off of like, this is how it was back in the day. Um, this is a good reflection of the superhero genre. And now it's a time to move on to the next trend. So he had an interesting analysis that YouTuber and yeah, it, was, it made it all, all the more depressing. And <laughs> kind of makes me think about how I'm going to be as an old man, Logan and like, Oh man, like what's going to happen in the future. And, you know what? What are what is the new trends? And and it's gonna be hard seeing all these trends that I love and all these fandoms die off, like Star Wars and Marvel and 
DC's already dying. <laughs> DC, you have done that yourself. You've done that yourself. That that came premature. But that was, yeah, that was more of an execution. And it's gonna be yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a shame, you know, when you have to watch all that in between wiping my ass as an old man when I can't function. The lighthouse, uh, when yeah. you know, when, when we're moved in, we're to living the in the lighthouse. We have our lighthouse experience of pop culture. Yeah, where you look back on the glory days of the early two thousands. I don't remember who you are. I don't remember what my name is. The only thing I can remember is obscure Dark Souls lore. It's <laughs> obscure Dark Souls lore. <laughs> You're quoting the prologue. I just do. over and over again, like Charles Xavier, <laughs> just quoting random shit. Willing you around. In the age of fire, Isaac goes, please eat your pudding, and then I stab you with a fork. Ah, <laughs> uh, old age. Uh, well, that's that's all I have on Logan. Depressing-ass Logan. Depressing, yeah, that's all I got on Logan, Beautifully too. depressing Logan. Beautifully depressing Logan. My favorite superhero film of all time, and I love Wolverine, and I love Hugh Jackman's portrayal of it, and I just... I, I love my fandoms. And Favorite I, superhero film. I'm scared for their inevitable death. Until the Snyder Cut comes out. Yeah. Snyder Cuts. Fucking <laughs> 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 DC. Okay. I'm going to go watch uh, yeah. Wonder Woman 2 and drink myself to sleep. We'll see you guys on Monday. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. Forward to more s- super shenanigans in January. That is, unless these two episodes don't come out. We recorded these back in December, so we'll see. We'll see if we make it to January. See if we actually post this episode. But anyways, <laughs> yes. And also, at the end of the month, we're, we're planning on reviewing the WandaVision when it comes out the 15th of January. Um, also, we have a slot open for you guys, our the good, the bad, the ugly, no, the good, the bad, and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> the good to bad and you ourselves. ugly fucks get to <laughs> you choose <ugly> all <laughs> two of our fans <laughs> comment below on our on these on this podcast and let us know what superhero film you'd like us to review and join our Even group talk about the fans. furry porn we discussed the new mutants yes and what you want to see us review at the end yeah. of this month keeping up that engagement with you guys and we want to see what you want us to review let us know. Let me, let me know. All right. No poppy game. Let's just know. All send, right. Send us. Gabe, give us your recommendations. Send us your best furry smut videos, and we will review them. Yes. Thank you. Goodbye. When the furries come around. We appreciate you listening to this episode. This is The Good Speaking, and be sure to like this episode and subscribe to our podcast as we continue to review the good and bad of pop culture every week. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok to keep up to date on all our content. We'll see you next time, folks.